Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and you're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast asks you a question. And the question is, isn't it time you stop fooling yourself? You might have noticed that there's a lot of pranking going on today. A prank is a practical joke performed on another person. For example, child number one starts to sit in a seat. Child number two pulls the chair away, causing child number one to fall to the floor. Child number two yells, it's a prank. Then child number two might also say, I was just fooling you. Kids, adults, husbands and wives, everybody's pulling pranks or fooling others. Such tricks are done to make sure each other laughs or it makes the other person look or act foolishly. But do you know that some people are actually fooling themselves? Now, the pranks that I'm talking about are deadly because some people fool themselves into thinking that they're saved when they're not. And while the childish everyday antics that people pull on each other are not too serious, fooling oneself into believing a lie can be deadly, especially if that lie makes you wind up in hell. The Bible says in Romans 6 and 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This scripture is essential because it should cause a person to reject or quit the sin business and accept the life-giving gift of Jesus Christ. However, some people have fooled themselves into believing that what the Bible says does not apply to them. They think that they can keep participating in sinful activities and still make it into the kingdom of heaven. They believe that, sure, they're going to die, but somehow God will welcome them into heaven when they get to the other side. They think he'll say, just as is written in Matthew twenty-five twenty-one, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. But now, wouldn't that be a terrible time to hear, Oh, Johnny, or, Oh, Susie, are you in the line with those who will enter in heaven? Your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Guess what? It's a prank. Go on down the hill where you belong. Some of you have fooled yourself into believing that if you don't think about death, hell, and the grave, they'll simply, poof, go away. So you refuse to listen to church on TV, or you refuse to pay attention when people are on the streets and they're preaching to you. You run from that kind of teaching and preaching because you don't want to hear it. You instead tell yourself that God has always kept me so far, so he'll keep doing it forever. What you don't seem to realize is that you're just living by his grace and mercy. The Bible says that he's long-suffering, 
because he doesn't want anyone to perish. Second Peter 3 and 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day will come when his mercy will run out for the unrepentant, and you just might lose your fight. Genesis 6 and 3 says, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man. Let's talk for a minute about the pandemic that the world is in right now. Some of you say that this pandemic is just a prank and it's not real. Do you think the government is pranking us? Do you, you don't believe them when they put numbers out like 679,000 people have died in the U.S. from COVID. So what do you do? You walk around without a mask. You refuse to be vaccinated. And you certainly don't believe that you can get sick from COVID-19. That is, until you get sick from COVID-19. You're walking around fooling yourself. I get it that you've escaped car wrecks and hurricanes and bullets flying by your head. Yes, you have seen your loved ones suffer and die, but you think, oh, that was them. But it'll never happen to me. Since God has allowed you to live while still in your sins, you think you're somehow unique. You feel that you can keep going just like you're going. One day you imagine that you're going to open your eyes and oh, one day I'll get right with God. Maybe I'll do that just before I die. You just don't want to do it today. You fooled yourself into believing that you have plenty of time. But guess what? You just might not. Fooling yourself, you say, I can't see myself in hell for eternity because God is good and he is loving. And I say to you, yes, God is a good and loving God. He loved you so much that he allowed his only son to die for you. And if you wind up in hell, that's on you, not on him. And then there'll come that faithful bullet from that woman's husband that you've been sleeping with or the car wreck that takes you out or the banana peel that you slip on and bust your head open. And suddenly there you are in hell. You're rolling and crying. Why did I fool myself that I didn't need Jesus? Why didn't I listen when those preachers told me how to be saved? Why didn't I prepare for this day? I want to tell you about another woman that was foolish, and I'm going to call her Anna. Anna fooled herself until disaster came to her house. Now, Anna was the type of woman who was a pretty good person. She was just foolish. She had a very sickly husband, so she knew that she needed to prepare a will so that his and her wishes would be written down when one of them passed away. She believed that she needed to prepare for death, so she started to take steps towards preparation. She went online and she ordered one of those wills that you can fill out and mail to a lawyer. She began to fill the will out, but she never finished it. And, of course, she indeed never sent it to a lawyer for recording. Anna looked at that will every day as it lay on her coffee table, and she often said, I have 
got to finish that will and send it in so it's ready in case of my husband's or my death. But Anna never did. Unfortunately, she woke up one morning and her husband was gone. It was too late then to do anything about the will. Her husband had left and she was foolish. Just as Anna was a foolish woman, many people are the same way about their souls. They neglect to take care of important business. They have often heard about the need to repent of their sins. And they even believe the Bible that tells us in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Those people love to hear gospel music because it stirs their souls. They even like to listen to preaching because it reminds them of the time when their mima used to take them to church as children. But they refuse to act on the word of God. Listen, there are no brownie points to be gained with God when you stand before him telling him that you went to church every now and then. He'll ask you, why didn't you get saved? Why is your name not written down in the Lamb's Book of Life? Come on, quit fooling yourself. Get right. You've got to get right with God. Okay, so now some of you are ready to stop fooling yourself. You're ready to be saved. So what do you do? How do you do this thing? You lift your hands to God. You know that you are a sinner needing to be saved. You realize that Jesus Christ is the only answer for your sin-sick soul. You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then you repeat either the words I'm going to give you are similar words. And I promise you, God will save you. I'm going to give you the words, but you have to mean these words with your whole heart. Father, forgive me of all of my sins. Save my soul and fill me with the power to live according to your mandates. If you save me, Father, I'll live for you for the rest of my life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. First John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible promises that God will give the Holy Ghost to them that ask. Luke 11 and 13 says, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Let us pray. Father, I ask that you forgive those who are asking for salvation today and help them to forgive themselves. Forgive them for all of the times that they rejected your opportunities for redemption. Now that they're ready to stop fooling themselves, please hear their heartfelt cries. Save their souls and fill them with your precious Holy Ghost and power. In the mighty name of Jesus the Christ, I pray. Let us all say, Amen.